This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au. Hi, I'm Ralph Tucker from Tucker Media. The year 2020 has certainly presented challenges for everyone across the world. In 2020 Revision, I'll chat to a cross-section of the community about their experiences and learnings in this truly unique period of history. From business owners, to professional athletes, to new mums, everyone will share their stories. And to give it an authentic 2020 feel, I've recorded these chats at my kitchen table over Zoom. Nathan Smith, welcome to 2020 Revision. Thanks, Ralph. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Now, you're the director of Birdie Wealth, which is a a mortgage broker based in the Sutherland Shire in Sydney. Take us through your 2020. 2020's been a good year for us as a whole. So uh, there's been ups and downs like everyone else. But um, if I step back and have a look overall, uh, we've grown as a team, we've we've grown as a business, and we've actually moved into a new division, which is conveyancing. So we kicked off a whole new division and whole new business in the middle of COVID, which was always exciting and scary at the same time. But we've um, we've used this time to really perfect our process and uh, and improve our business. So let's talk about that. I mean, obviously, with a lot of people this year losing jobs was coming with the the territory, I guess, in many industries. But you've been able to expand. So let's. Talk about the the lessons learned in in that regard. Why why was it that you sort of saw this as an opportunity as opposed to what a lot of people were sort of seeing as a, a terrifying experience all year? So for us, what we saw is uh, well, the first thing we had was we had our numbers really clear. So we were lucky enough that about a month out from when COVID hit and everyone had to move and work from home, I just run a really detailed budget with my accountants. So I knew all the numbers. I knew exactly what loans we needed to settle in order to keep the doors open and uh, I could relay that message to the team and that gave them a lot of confidence I think uh, when other people were unsure of where their jobs were and if they would or wouldn't have a job uh, I was able to sit down with the team and say your jobs are safe you will have a job here um, now let's go out and, and give our clients the confidence uh, to either proceed with their purchase or to to put them in the right position going forward. So I think that was really important um, as a business owner to know exactly what my numbers look like, know where all the cash was going and know what we needed to do. So we'd really clear target there. Um, so that was the first thing that we did. The second thing was, I guess in uncertainty, there's a couple of things that you can do and we we use that as an opportunity to to grow essentially and and take on more business, do more marketing and that allowed more leads to come into us. So I think people saw that level of confidence within the business and saw that we were a strong brand and um, they were attracted to that. Looking at the real estate market as a whole, there was that period there where we did go into to lockdown and the amount of people that could go through properties was limited. There was a whole lot of rules and regulations around that. How did that, I guess, impact on you? And, and what were the questions that you were getting for your clients who I'd imagine would have been fairly anxious through that period? Yeah, so I think initially the there was a lot of headlines that would be released without detail behind them. So a lot of it was telling people to sit tight and wait for the detail to come out. So there were things like the repayment holidays. There were things like changes to stamp duty. Uh, so headlines would come out prior to detail following, but our phones would be ringing hot from day one. Uh, so what we were doing at first was 
looking at the client's overall position and seeing what was best for them because just because it was good for their neighbor or their coworker may not be the best option for them and uh, giving them clarity on what position they're in and what position they should uh, take moving forward. Uh, job security, I think, was a big one that people had to make sure they had certainty around. So there certainly was 20% of people out there were on reduced hours or had lost their job. Uh, we had those hospitality and travel industries that were heavily affected. Um, events was heavily affected. But there was still a large portion of people that had really secure jobs. So a lot of state-based roles, your nurses, police officers, teachers, nothing changed for them. It was just another day at work for them. And then there was probably another 20% of people who, whose hours had increased. So whatever industry they sat in um, that actually improved their position since the start of the year. So I think there was really a mixed bag. I don't think everybody was necessarily struggling from a work perspective. So those people who had security in their job were now in a position to go out and borrow. Um, and money's quite cheap at the moment. So making a repayment on a loan can often be cheaper than paying rent in a certain place. So uh, a lot of first home buyers as well had these deposits saved up. We, we had accounts coming through called Europe 2020 that they were due to do their big mm. uh, overseas holiday on. And now they're wondering what to do with it. Uh, you had older people who were going to travel are now renovating their homes. So there was a lot of cash around and, and not a lot of options on what to do with it. So a lot of people were heading to property. And from your point of view and, and your staff, being across all of the detail would be important and being able to formulate a message to your clients that were coming to you with a, a multitude of questions would have been key, I guess. Yeah, most of the conversations that we were having as a team and then relaying on to customers was just to take a breath. Have a breath. You don't have to make a decision today. Uh, you can sleep on it for a few days see what position you're in and then you can take action. So if you did need to take a repayment holiday, let's sit down and, and check your budget and see where your cash is going first before we look at making a repayment holiday. Or prior to buying a property, let's have a chat about your job. Have your hours been reduced? Are they expected to be reduced? And what impact will that have on uh, your capacity to make repayments on a loan? So I think with everything, it was just not to make a quick decision uh, one way or the other, it was just to take your time, uh, ask those questions and see if we had answers for them. And as a business owner, how did you find that working from home period and how did you find it with your staff? Working from home uh, in my household was chaos. Um, I've got three young daughters uh, so and my wife is a school teacher. So she was on Zoom trying to teach a class while trying to teach two of our daughters and a, uh, a two-year-old racing around in the background. So it was absolutely mental. Uh, so our team did head home and, and work remotely. As a business, half our staff already work remotely. So we have a team based in the Philippines. We have another team member on the Sunshine Coast and the staff in Sydney often work from home. So for us, it wasn't a big change. We literally picked up our laptops and headed home and began work. Certainly chaotic. I think as far as the business went, we didn't lose any productivity uh, we were still settling as many loans as we had when the team was in the office, but I do think there was a culture piece missing. So I didn't particularly like it long term. I felt that you you lost connections with the team a little bit when they were away from the office. It's really hard to see how somebody is coping uh, from a distance rather than sitting side by side with them. What was the, the feedback from your clients in terms of how they were managing and, and, and getting through this period? Uh, I think... And again, even my team as well, a lot of them have young families as well and we're trying to manage that workload and 
and be the homeschool teacher as well. Uh, I think everyone was doing the best they could, and that was uh, that that was kind of all you could really expect. Um, you know, as far as a team and the the work they put in, our job's lucky where we don't necessarily need to work nine to five if if the kids are bouncing off the walls and they've got to step away from the laptop and do a lap of the block with the kids and reset, then they could do that. Um, but the message was really just do the best you can and let's get through, let's get through this period. Um, Zoom has always been an option for people to do an appointment with us. Um, but most people have tended to want to still do that face to face appointment. It's funny now uh, coming out the other side of the year is we're finding it's about 50, 50. So about half our appointments are now on Zoom and half of them are back face-to-face. So a lot of people who are time poor are happy just to jump on the, the laptop, open it up. We can share screens, show all our numbers and workings and, and work through their, their loan that way. I mean, it is the most expensive purchase people will make. So I guess in their day-to-day lives, it's what's making it most comfortable for them. And then obviously there's been this realisation that the, the flexibility that workplaces have granted, they don't need to be rushing around all over the place and they can conduct these appointments via um, teleconference if they need to. Yeah, I think it's it's forced businesses to trial the remote work. So many who are hesitant to have teams working from home uh, were forced to trial it and many of them found it quite successful. Um, I know a lot of, a lot of teams... Uh, in a co-working space I work in here, have now moved to a remote model and are very comfortable with it. Um, or some are doing a, a bit of a hybrid model where they spend part of the time in the office and part working from home. What are you sort of seeing as we head towards 2021 in terms of consumer confidence, borrowing and all of those things that you deal with on a, a day-to-day basis? Buying property uh, in and around the Sutherland Shire where, where our office is is really tough. It's probably one of the hardest at times to buy property at the moment. And the reason for that is there's just limited stock on the market. There's a lot of people wanting to buy property and we have a list of pre-approvals ready to go for people out there actively hunting, but there is just such few stock that the competition is really high. So the prices are quite strong. The um, The competition is all there. So it really is a tough market to buy in. So what happens next year will be interesting. It will really... Uh, It'll really depend on that flow of people going to start to put their properties back on the market, and uh, and it's back to that you know standard thing in properties that supply and demand. At the moment, we have a very limited supply, and we have a really strong demand of people wanting to buy property. Now, if people are looking to get in touch with you, where can they get in touch with you? And um, you also got a, a, a podcast as well. We do, yes. Yeah. So you can find all our details on birdiewealth.com.au and all the all the usual social channels. You can uh, look up Birdie Wealth there and follow us there. So we've lots of free content away on those pages. So you can keep an eye on where the market's going, what's happening in property and the finance world. We also have a podcast we run called For the Shire by the Shire, and that one there is speaking to industry professionals on tips and tricks for people either selling or buying properties. And we have everything from real estate agents to a bank valuer to a home stylist on exactly what they would be doing in order to get the best offer and best price for their property or what they would do when they're going out and buying property. And I'll declare an interest here. It's produced by Tucker Media. So get on board for the Shire, by the Shire. And finally, just before we wrap things up, Nathan, what are you looking forward to most in 2021? As a team, I think we've built some really good foundations. So um, 
I'm still a new business owner, I guess. So I see myself, we're just heading into our fourth year next year. So it's still a fairly new and upcoming business. But I feel like it's, for me, it's turning more from a job into an actual business. So I wouldn't mind stepping away and having a little break for a little bit. It's been a long four years running really, really hard and um, had my head down without taking a breath for a very long period of time. So perhaps pop up and just take a little breather and, and reset next year, I think's on the plan for me. Nathan Smith, thanks very much for joining us on 2020 Revision. Thanks, Ralph. <laughs>